0: I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with Coach Danika. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're so excited to get to know you better and get an insight into you and your team. So thank you so much. Just to start off the podcast, if you could tell us about the highs and lows of your season.
1: Well, this season I felt like brought so many great highs and um, we had our lows too. But a lot of those great highs were just the team that we brought in. We were young. We um, had seven freshmen four sophomores, three juniors, and two seniors. So we were really young, um, and I didn't know how well we were gonna fare. Um, So we started off our um, opening exhibition match winning that against North Alabama, and then we went into our first match of the season, uh, preseason and beat Auburn, which of course I know was kind of like a shocker for um, the outside world, but for us, Knowing how hard our girls had worked and knowing the type of talent we had, um, I wasn't surprised. I was just happy that we continued to fight along the way. Um, After that, we had a lot of great wins, but the lows came um, right at the beginning of conference where we had four key players, key starters, who had significant injuries that put them out yeah yeah it put them out for like weeks i had a concussion that was out for three weeks i had um our our freshman setter was out for two and a half weeks with a fracture in her hand um my starting outside was out um for um an ankle injury and then our libero who was still playing had a groin injury so she was in with limited movement um so it really put us in a very very um Adverse situation, and in that moment, only thing you can do is coach through it. We had to definitely um, coach up our team, coach up our every player. We needed everybody in that moment, and even for the players that were out, I feel like they did a really good job of motivating their teammates to push forward. Um, it was a growing, it was a growing experience. And then when we finally got everybody back on the floor, it's like a restarting process of getting the connections and the chemistry back together. Um, And we went on a, on a, um, a run there at the end, but it just wasn't enough for us to make the conference tournament, which was so heartbreaking.
0: Mm -hmm. I love hearing about seasons because there's so much that goes into it, you know, so much hard work and sometimes the outcomes, you know, they're not how we plan, but I think it's, I love hearing the effort behind it, you know, and that's so hard working through injuries.
1: Yeah, it's extremely hard, but, you know, I've got a lot of great compliments from a lot of my peers. Um, A lot of, you know, they've watched this program um, and they've seen us grow. So to hear and to hear them, you know, just continue to encourage us um, and let me know that they see the growth. It feels good and it lets me know that we're on the right track.
0: Oh, no, that's awesome. And that's what matters. You know, Those the little efforts you're making. And I can tell the passion you have for this sport. And that's going to take your program so far. So I love that. And yeah. And how did you get to be a coach?
1: So crazy. Um, so I played volleyball in college, um, played all through high school, middle school. As I was going into my, my senior year, um, I was a political science pre-law major. I went to the University, um, Alcorn State University. And I was just excited about pursuing a career in law. And I think as I went through, I started to realize, maybe that's not what I wanted, but I didn't know what the next step would be. Um, I was a transfer in, so I needed a couple of extra credits. And so as I was helping in that second, in, in the, my super senior season, mm-hmm. um, the, the coach was pregnant and she had to leave on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And when she left, it was just the assistant coach and me and in that moment, I think the the coaching book kind of hit me because I realized just me giving the information um, the players um, retaining it being coach being coachable being open it kind of showed me that okay wait hold on there there may be something here and I don't know, from that moment on, I was like, this is what I want to do. i never thought about anything else, never regretted not going to law school. And I just pursued it 100%. Wow.
0: Well, it sounds like you're supposed to be a coach then. I feel like your path just, it just like lined up perfectly for you.
1: Yeah. Um, and I, I still feel that way. I, I don't have any regrets at all. I definitely know that this is where I was destined to be. Um, this is my passion, and you know I'm here to serve our student athletes.
0: Wow! Oh no, that's awesome, and I love that you said, you know, serve them because it looks like you've done a lot of good work at the school and like rebuilt the program. You know, what's your story like there?
1: Well, when I came to Tennessee State, I came in as an assistant coach. Well, I came in as a volunteer, and in I believe a month and a half, two months, I was first assistant. And then I was there for three years as an assistant. And then I was promoted um, as the head coach. And it was kind of a crazy story because um, our players recommended me for the position. I did not think about it. I was not really going after it. Um, They were like, no. And so they wrote letters to administration. They were like, no, this is who we want. And I felt like their push kind of helped me to figure out like okay this is where you're supposed to be and it hasn't been easy it's been really really tough with the transition because with transition comes a lot of change and resistance but I do feel like you know this is where I am supposed to be in this moment in time and I just wake up every day working hard
0: again I said I love hearing stories about coaches because they really do like they end up where they're supposed to be and It's such an influential spot, so I love that. So thank you for sharing that with us. For advice, like if you were an athlete wanting to play for a team or university, what would your advice be to them?
1: I think the best advice we can give them is to make sure that this is what you want to do. Make sure that you love the process because you have to love the process so you can trust the process. And I think a lot of the times, we get players who just want to please their parents or, you know, do what's what's popular in the moment, but they don't really love it at heart. And you can tell the players that are in it 100% and the players that are kind of, you know, just kind of straddling the fence. So if this is what you really want to do, then go after it. But once you go after it, make sure that you – see the process all the way through. So that means that you're communicating with coaches, you're getting your your, um, emails and your film and your links out there, but you're also sending out your your club schedule and your high school schedule. And you're making the time to continue to get yourself in front of them. Um, I think a persistent kid is the best kind because they're the ones that's 100% all in. So don't think that you're bothering um, us as coaches. If, oh, I sent them an email last week, they'll get back to me. Yes, they may, but continue to send emails and put, put, you know, once a week, I'm gonna send this email out until I hear from somebody. You know, make you a list of 10 solid schools that you're interested in, and you will probably get a reply back from four or maybe five of those 10. Uh, You have to have a, a plan if you want to see your process through.
0: Yeah, no, that's great advice, I love that, because you're mentioning, like, go hard, persist, I think those are not only traits that are well for, you know, recruiting, but also, you know, on the team, on the court, that those show through, so I love that advice. What are some of your most memorable travel experiences? Well,
1: Um, team-wise, most memorable travel experiences. I feel like there are so many because we, you know, volleyball is a sport that kind of can take you all over. And every time we travel somewhere that has a, a significant historical meaning, then we definitely try to share that with our players. Um, I, I don't know. Um, when we went to the universe, uh, College of Charleston, I think we definitely tried to experience the great sides of, say, the beach, as well as, you know, the historical aspect of the city of um, Charleston. It's a beautiful city. I love it. Um, As well as when we go places like Washington, D.C., you definitely want to make sure that they experience not only seeing the White House, but also seeing the um, The new Martin Luther King statue there wherever we go, we always try to make sure that we implement some type of historical lesson for our players during that process.
0: Oh, I love that. No, there's so much I feel like there's so much you can learn on you know trips, especially as a team. Have you noticed that um, when you travel like your team gets closer?
1: Yes. Yes, I 100% agree with that.
0: No, I agree, too. I feel like um, just any sort of travel, I feel like, brings, whether it be with a team or, like, family and friends, you just get closer. So I'm glad that you guys have had experiences like that where you guys can get closer.
1: Yeah, and the travel, it's because people are so excited for the experience. They're so excited to, to see new and when, when you open yourself up to that, that's, you're also opening yourself up to those connections and those relationships with your teammates.
0: It's true, I love that. What is one thing that no one knows about you um, that you can share with us?
1: I don't really feel like I have any, um, anything that no one knows. Maybe that, maybe when I was in high school that I was in the band. No um, way! I, I, Yeah, I was in the band, I played the clarinet, I played volleyball, I played softball, but I was in the band and um, I played that clarinet from sixth grade all the way until 12th grade. So um, it was something that I had to do. Um, My sister did it and you know, my mom was like, you're gonna be in band too. And you know, I I can say now looking back, having gone through so many different sports and different um, activities, it definitely helped shape me into who I am today.
0: Wow. No, that's so cool. It just shows that you're, you know, well-rounded, that you have so many different talents.
1: Yeah, but you don't understand it when you're 12 and 13 and you're like, why do I have to play this? Like, what is happening?
0: <laughs> you're um, like, I don't want to yeah.
1: do <laughs> Yeah, but no, it was a good experience. And I, I am actually happy that, You know, because of that, I can't read music and I can't play an instrument. And, you know, it's just for me, I hope adds another layer on to, to, you know, to my resume.
0: Yes. Do you still play? No, (laughs) no,
1: (laughs) I have not played that clarinet, I think since 12th grade. And that is a shame. And I'm so sad to say that.
0: Hey, at least at least you did it. At least you've, you know, practiced and blessed people's lives with that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. There you go, there you go. Well, thank you so much for sharing those. And I guess, Danica, what's your next adventure? My next adventure is, you know,
1: I definitely want to do something this summer for myself. Um, I had this big trip planned. And then, of course, you know, now that we are all sheltered in place due to COVID-19, I don't know if that's going to happen. So I, this year, want to travel for myself. And I was planning this trip to, you know, Italy and Greece, and it was going to be late July, and I really hope that it still happens. So that's my biggest plan for the year in regards to myself personally. And that's because I have not taken a vacation since I took over as head coach. But as as a coach, my next plan is definitely to 100% compete for Ohio Valley Conference Championship this year. Um, we have a really, really, really solid team coming back. We only lost two seniors, but they were key, key, significant um, offensive threats for our team. And I feel like myself and my staff—we've done a really good job of replacing them. Um, and with the new, you know, key players coming in, I really think that we're we're going to give the conference a run for their money. I just hope that we have that opportunity.
0: Ugh. No, I'm so excited for you. I love I love hearing that. And I know you guys are going to go far because of the passion and the, you know, the joy that you guys have from the sport. And I'm excited to see where your team goes. And I hopefully you can go on your trips because, you know, Greece and Italy, that sounds awesome.
1: I know. I know. And I really want to do it. You know, I turned 40 this year. This was supposed to be my big my big hoorah trip for myself. And, you know, not only myself, I feel like um, – me going on this trip will not only help me, but it also will help, you know, to continue to give me a better perspective to lead these young women that I um, coach every day.
0: Wow. No, I love that. And again, I think travel is amazing. And um, hopefully you can do that. If not, I guess there's always next year (laughs) because with everything going on.
1: (laughs) I know. uh, And I'm totally okay with that. But I definitely want to, I I definitely hope I get there one way or the other.
0: Oh, you will. You will. (laughs) I'm so excited for you. And seriously, thank you so much for letting us get a glimpse into your team. It's been so fun to listen to the insights you have and just get to know you and your team better. And I'm excited to see where your team goes. So thank you so much for joining us on our podcast.
1: No problem. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I love everything that you guys are doing, especially just continuing to give great exposure to the sport that we love.
0: Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcasts to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.